0: We are we are
1: we are cultivate 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 we are cultivate
0: and then when he like turned his head to look up he saw lights heading his way and like a train the sound of a train and he was on the tracks so he was scrambling to try and move but he was like stuck he couldn't move and this train was getting closer and closer so close that like it was over him it-
1: It ran him over. Oh, my God.
0: Hi, everyone. This is Christina. And this is MJ. And this is Spooky Tales, the podcast all about spooky things. And this is also attempt number two at recording this. So, yeah, we already did the intro and then everything just went wrong. So it all went wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Also, this is our two year anniversary at the time of release, because this is going to be Friday, November 25th, 2022 episode. So if you're listening today and you uh, you're not doing anything this evening, join us for a spooky movie night. I forgot what movie we're watching, but it's a horror movie. Um, So, yeah, join us on Twitch. The link is going to be in the show notes. Um, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and i forgot all the other updates that i already made because like i said this is attempt number two um (laughs) we had some housekeeping items oh yes so uh oh my god how did i i said it so well the first time and i forgot we i made this thing it's called supercast it's like patreon but you don't have to log into patreon and like listen to our bonus episodes on there you sign up and you like within two clicks, you'll get everything straight to like whatever app you use to listen, which I, a lot of our listeners is Spotify. And this is the only one that works with Spotify. So you'll get the ad free episodes and bonus episodes straight to Spotify. That link is going to be in the show notes. So uh, if you want to support us monetarily, uh, you can always do that. You know, if you don't, that's fine, not necessary. Uh, the best way to support is just by listening, which so many of you already do and we appreciate it so much but yeah that's that's just another way to support uh the show um and that's through this thing called supercast and once you sign up um then yeah everything's uh already set up you'll just get everything automatically into spotify and that's i think five dollars a month is what i put it at and there's going to be like an option to pay annually as well like a discount you can also gift subscriptions through supercast and there's like a three-day free trial so if you try it out for three days and you're like i don't like it i'm just gonna go back to uh listening without paying that's fine too um yeah and yes i think that was it for housekeeping items yeah, this was so much, this was so much smoother on the first try. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, I remember. Uh, we also, because this is our two-year episode, we have a Q&A section that we're doing for our two-year episode. Uh, we had listeners send in some questions that we're going to answer. MJ hasn't even seen the questions, really, so it's going to be... A surprise for her unless did, yes. I just, did i send you a document with the questions or no, no? I don't you remember. didn't you did send okay. me a
1: screenshot of some of the questions so okay. i know some of them but like at the same time i don't remember because it was perfect yeah <laughs> it was a while ago <laughs> my brain pressed delete as in it was like a few days ago <laughs> that's a century for my brain
0: <laughs> yes and and that is it for housekeeping items um we do have a topic yes oh my god this yeah like i said this is way better the first time wow a mess i can't be interrupted or then <laughs> everything just my like, brain's like nope oh yes the topic today a phantom trains yeah yes a fun a fun episode first a listener story and uh if you have a story that you want to send into the podcast you can email us gmail.com or dm us on any of our socials we love receiving them thank you so much to everyone that has sent in stories um it's been so fun just being being able to share them every episode ever since we started requesting them in the beginning there was like a while where we didn't have any but now we just have like a boatload of them buttload what is the phrase
1: (laughs) i have no idea i say buttload though (laughs)
0: I don't know if it's buttload. I've always said buttload and then I'm like, wait, is it butt or boat? I don't know. It's butt now. But now. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, actually I don't even say buttload. I said I say shit ton. <laughs> yeah, I
0: was gonna say that too. And- yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know why I said lately I've been saying less bad words because um Something fell on my foot and I was like, oh, fuck. And then Mattel was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, no, no, you can't say that word. And then he was like, I can And he just kept repeating it. And then I started laughing just because it looked so funny. And then he just kept saying it even more because I was laughing. So I'm trying to I'm trying to be better. Um,
1: Yeah, I um I now use like a lot of kid cuss words. And my, my daughter has found a way around the ocean. She says ocean. So <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I'm like, how did you figure that out? She's like, oh Shin. That's a think.
0: good one. <laughs> um, and this story was actually sent in like a few days ago. It's a new one, but it was so good that I just wanted to share it and I skipped a bunch of other ones. So I'm sorry. But we, we're gonna get to all of them, you know? So it's fine. <laughs> so uh this was sent in via email and let me just uh read it. So this story happened to my mom about a year ago. For context, my family owns a party rental business in the small city of Gardena, California. Shout out to Gardena. Anyway, we are located just south of downtown LA and have been at the same location for 16 years. So it's safe to say we know our community well. Sometime years ago, We started working with a gentleman who owned a local helium company. We used helium to blow up balloons. And so we worked with him for many years. Exchanging helium for face painting, jumpers, tents, you name it. We worked all his family events. So we knew him and his family pretty well. When he stopped ordering from us, we noticed pretty quickly. But we didn't take it personal. We figured he'd found a new company to work with. One day, my mom was working alone at the office. When he suddenly appeared at the door, my mom was taken aback because she didn't even notice the car pulling into our parking lot. But she figured maybe he was dropped off. He, wa- he started to walk inside the store and my mom greeted him and asked how he was. He looked very confused, sad, all around disappointed. All he said was, I'm so happy for you that business is doing good. My mom got a really weird feeling from him, but she said, Thank you. What can I get for you? When's the next party? He replied, confused. Oh, I don't know anymore. I'll have to check. My mom said goodbye and he walked out. My mom got the creepiest feeling in the world and called me to tell me what had just occurred. Nothing happens for two weeks until one day his wife arrived with a younger man she talked with my mom for a bit and then lowered her voice and said, so I think you've noticed I have a new boyfriend. I know it's kind of quick, but what else am I, What else was I supposed to do? My mom, confused, said, oh, you guys got a divorce? No, she said, my husband passed away a couple months ago. Okay, that is quick. A-F. That is
1: quick, yes. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> Uh, You know, what?
0: everybody grieves in their own way. Maybe she just needed this. You know, it's fine. I'm not going to judge.
1: But yes, that is fast. And I will judge.
0: (laughs) I have no words. I'm just going to continue the story. (laughs) It's
1: critical analyzing. (laughs) What is it? Critically analyzing? Yeah. Judging. Uh, You know,
0: maybe she had bills and someone needed to support her. You know, I don't know. I Uh, mean,
1: if that's the case, good on you.
0: Yeah, something. But I mean, that's hard. It's hard to go through that. Um, Okay, so she goes on. Instantly, my mom got chills all over. Oh, yeah. I didn't even process. What? (laughs) He passed away a couple months ago and he was at the store two weeks ago. What? (laughs) That's my God. I just just, I'm uh, sorry. I'm slow today. Again, I'm sick again. So, (laughs) All right, let me go on with the story. Instantly, my mom got chills all over her body and felt like throwing up. She knew in that moment, the man she saw two weeks ago was his ghost wandering or maybe saying goodbye. She never said anything to the wife or anyone in their family. She only ever told us and we got chills the moment she said it. She never saw the man again. We moved from that office to one across the street a couple months ago. Not because of any haunting, just a better opportunity and more space. I don't think any of us will ever forget what happened. Uh, yeah, that's. Terrifying.
1: <laughs> that is scary.
0: Like, it's not like a super terrifying like ghost story as far as like most of them go, but I would still be super scared of it. but I saw someone that later I'm like, oh, this person actually passed away.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like that one story where a friend had passed away and then they had the whole ride in the car and yeah. breakfast and stuff. It's weird.
0: That's what it reminded me of. So that's like I have to share this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to skip all the other stories. but yeah that's a that was a really good story thank you so much for sending that in and yes haunted or phantom trains i I think phantom trains is a better term than haunted trains i don't know i call it ghost train ghost train um because of ghost train our lovely listener that goes by that name i cannot call it ghost train so i say phantom train
1: (laughs) phantom train yeah, that's how they say it in Spanish, so it makes sense too. Tren fantasma. For, fun, yeah, yeah, something like that. But oh, yeah, they have the fantasma in front of it and I like, oh. Mm, yeah,
0: that makes sense. <laughs> um and I didn't know there was uh I guess I didn't know there was so many of them.
1: <laughs> there is we a have- lot.
0: We have our episode on haunted trains itself or haunted train stations. And by train, I also mean subways because that's what or, or el metro, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I consider them trains.
0: Yeah, I, I call it. They're underground
1: train. <laughs> trains <for> they're <laughs> trains. Yeah. So we we
0: covered that. But this is not the haunted train station itself. It's like a literal phantom train. And, uh, phantom train. Yeah. So, yeah, when you sent that, because we were going to do something else. And then you sent that Wikipedia article, like, look at this ghost train. And I was like, OK, let's do it. <laughs>
1: Do it yeah
0: um so uh i'll go first because my story kind of just leads into yours somehow mm-hmm.
1: um <laughs> well they're all, all right. connected from yes. what i was reading it's like it probably is either the same thing or it just it's just in the same area and it's all connected right
0: so this is i think you have from other places but mainly i'm going to be talking about chile so there's mm-hmm. somehow I mean, I guess maybe the train systems were not the best or I don't know what, but there was like two huge train crashes, almost mm-hmm. like back to back that happened in Chile. So I'm just going to go into a little bit of background information on the train crashes and then a, a creepy story involving these trains or this train. I don't know if it's one train, not clear on that anyway.
1: Yeah, it's so totally, who knows what it is, but it's something. It's weird.
0: That's what mm-hmm. <laughs> So. I'm going to start with the first one. This is referred to as the San Bernardo train crash. Mm-hmm. It happened on a very foggy morning on Sunday, July 17th, 1955 in San Bernardo. Sorry, it confuses me because like...
1: Yeah, it, it confused me too, too when R's. I was first, like when I first uh, heard about this. I was like, wait, that's weird.
0: I mean, it, uh, the, the 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 R before the D just yeah. throws me off because I want to yeah, say Bernardo, but Bernardo's not a name. <laughs>
1: And I keep on saying it like that, too, in my head. You <laughs> it's know, it's I'm like when poncha. you're reading and you're like the name and you're like, Rural, what? <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. So San
0: Bernardo <laughs> is a suburb south of Santiago, the capital of Chile. And the train was known as train number three. And it was made up of two first class coaches, a dining car and then a five and then five third class coaches. And on the morning of the incident, it was heading south to San Rosendo, but the trip was delayed because it had to make a long stop at the San Bernardo train station while it waited for a freight train in front of them to clear the line. So it it just couldn't progress. The wait was longer than expected, and some passengers even decided to get off the train and wait on the platforms until uh, the train started, uh, until it was ready to go. And... In total, the train was held up for about 20 minutes before it was allowed to continue. And just as it was about to pull out of the station, another train that was heading to Bichilemu rammed into it. Uh, So the crash was so powerful that it destroyed two of the five uh, third class carriages and it killed most of the occupants in them. Debris and human remains spread everywhere. And uh, apparently could even be found a block away from the crash site, which is just wild to me. That's gnarly. Yeah. So the call for help was so big that firefighters, the Red Cross, the military all showed up to help. Locals in the nearby town also showed up with like anything they could find. Sheets, blankets, like everything to just wrap the wounds of the injured uh, there were so many or sorry, there were also so many injured that the initial hospital that was taking care of the wounded ran out of room and they had to be transferred to a different hospital. So like a mass casualty event, really. Uh-huh. Around 11 a.m., the president of Chile, Carlos Ibanez del Campo and other government, government officials showed up to the scene and they were supervising the rescue mission And, you know, to look at the devastation as presidents usually do, like arrive at the site of something Mm -hmm. horrible. Uh, So in total, 38 people lost their lives and 58 were injured. The train wreck was a national tragedy and a mass funeral took place on July 19th, 1955. It lasted three hours and several hundred people came out to pay their last respects to the victims. And they were all laid to rest in the Cementerio General de Santiago, the General Cemetery of Santiago. And uh, we're not exactly sure what caused the crash. There was like, I I'm assuming that the delay from the other train leaving, you know, actually in the next train crash it explains it a little more. There's another train crash that happened just seven months after this one but i don't think they had like communication systems to like say hey i'm stuck here don't go which is just wild to me
1: <laughs> i and it really is like yeah so then like, uh, 1955 right yeah this right happened. i'm like yeah y- y- i know for a fact y'all had communication of some sort they should have tele- had
0: some sort of way to communicate with each other right yes like, and, and it's just insane that it happened again seven months later, which I'm going to get into in a second. <laughs> so the conductor of the, um the conductor told officials that he kept going because the signal light ahead of him was green and the officials did not believe him. But if this happened seven months later, I believe him <laughs> mm-hmm. because, like, how else does this happen? So, According to the officials, the signals are automatic or were automatic, and there's no way that the wrong signal would have been showing. In addition to that, officials also they also said the conductor should have stopped the train if he felt that the fog was making it dangerous for him to keep going. Which they are taught to do as a preventable measure. So they they blame the whole situation on the conductor. And I don't know, maybe the fog was bad. Um, I wasn't there. The death rate could have been much higher if it wasn't for the fact that some of the passengers had gotten off the train and were, they were waiting for it to go again before, or what, they were waiting for the other freight train to move and for everything to be ready for for them to get back on. So less people died. So yeah, so that's the first train crash, right? That was 1955, and sadly, like exactly seven months later, <laughs> on oh February God. 14th, 1956, another train crash occurred. So, and both of these would become the subject of paranormal legends. Uh, on February 14, 1956, in Santiago, Chile, a train was leaving Estacion Alameda, the station, Alameda Station. I guess now it's La Estacion Central, so the central station. That's it. They renamed it. Um, So it's not Alameda anymore or Alameda. So the train was heading toward Cartagena. Trains usually left Estacion Alameda, 12 minutes apart from each other. So the train that departed at 7.43 a.m. left as usual. The conductor of this train had no idea that in between Alameda Station and then the Maipú Station, which also is not an active train station anymore, they had no idea there was a train that had stopped in between those two. So the train that stopped was having mechanical issues. It had uh, three passenger carts and they apparently were made out of wood, which is also wild to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This conductor failed to place alert systems that would have warned the second train of their stop. And I guess there was no like central communication systems other than whatever this alert system was. I don't know. I couldn't find that information anywhere like i i can't imagine they would be like cones or something but i don't know what the signal was <laughs> who knows yeah i don't know enough about train systems to know what other do they think they have walkie talkies now or like or like a radio not walkie talkies yeah, i think it's all but like a radio it,
1: it, i think it's always been radio why didn't they have radio was my question my big
0: question because it's
1: like in 1955 <laughs> and it's like after world war 2 Right? Because World War didn't it end in 45. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm like, well, you, was, y'all should have had communication because there was radio and like Morse code. So it was possible. Yeah. If, if they didn't even it, if radio know.
0: wasn't implemented widely and there was like other systems of communication. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just don't understand how they didn't get alerted. But whatever. The, uh, the second train just didn't have a way of knowing uh, that the first train was stopped. So it was traveling at normal speed. And by the time that train one was visible, it was too late. And the second train crashed into the first. Um, and so 23 people passed away and 158 were injured. And the majority of these uh the people that passed away and the injured people were in the Uh last two carts of the stopped train and i read on and this wasn't anywhere else but on the wikipedia page for this accident it said that the conductor like ran away and hid in the maipu station like was hiding uh, because he was afraid it was gonna be blamed on him and i'm like how did he survive
1: (laughs) how did he survive because he's
0: I again, I don't know how trains work, but I thought the first like cart was where the conductor is at. Is it not? It, Are they in the last one?
1: I think it depends. It might depend on where, but I, okay. I think it should be on the first one because all the train rides I've ever been on,
0: in the movies, no,
1: <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no. in there, the movies like, they climb there, out and jump from cart to cart until they get to the first one.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I mean, there's that one, but then there's also like a what is it called? The there's a train in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. That's connected to the Ro- Railroad Museum in Sacramento. And when you go on it, the conductor's in front. The same thing when I went to Santa Cruz. There's like that little train right there. The conductor's in front. So I don't know.
0: Okay. So yeah, I'm just wondering how he he survived. So I'm, I'm not too sure I believe that part, but... <laughs> that's what it said. Um, so anyway, <laughs> workers from the Maipu station were first on the scene because uh, that's kind of where it happened. It was like right in the middle. It was that was the closest station, and then the second closest was the Cerrillos station. And so people from there went to help firefighters, first responders. They all arrived. The military, the president, mm-hmm. same president. <laughs> How did he have two tragic train accidents basically back to back? Because seven mm-hmm. months. Like that's insane. it's just wild. But survivors were taken to two different hospitals because, again, it was too many people for the first one. And then there was an investigation that was announced. But ever since this accident, people claim to hear a phantom train in basically this entire uh, train system. Because you know how there's like a line and this Mm -hmm. line of train goes from station to station. I didn't catch the name of this line, but it's basically the the Cartagena-Santiago line. Like it, it... it goes from those two cities. and on in every station in those two cities, people claim to hear a phantom train after midnight and they look and there's no train when they hear they hear a sound of a train approaching, the whistle of a train can be heard. And when people like take a peek, there's nothing there. And mm-hmm. I saw videos of this, but it's so easy to put in a train sound in your video that I I don't know that I believe like the modern videos of it, you know, because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too easy to edit in a sound that wasn't there or make a train sound like it's just too easy. So but yeah, I watched a TikTok of a guy at one of these stations and he's there by himself. Like there's nothing around him and he's like pointing at the rail railroad or sorry, the rail, the track, train tracks,
1: the train tracks, pointing at yeah. them
0: and there's nothing there. And there's the sound of a train again. It's, it, it's uh, I don't know. It's easy to edit that but that's it's what debatable. people claim to hear it's, it's weird though but I have a story that I watched a YouTube video on this and this was in that YouTube video it's going to be in, linked in the show notes the person sharing the story the story was told to him by the person who experienced it and he never says the man's name so he will remain nameless uh, but this is his story and it's it's weird so The following story is from a man in a rural town, not near these train stations where the accidents occurred. Um, But uh, it's believed that someone from this town was a passenger on one of these accidents. I don't know which one. It doesn't specify. But there's a bridge with uh, uh, train tracks on them in this little rural town. And it's believed that this, or I guess it's presumed that this, uh, bridge And this railway co- ended up connecting to the Santa Santiago Cartagena Railway in some mm-hmm. way. And that's why they hear the phantom train there, too. Because this video also had about three elders in, in this co- little community, rural community, um, sharing that they've heard the train. And this bridge and this railway is not active. Like there has not been a train that goes through this area at all in mm-hmm. years like a ton of years because at some point it was a pretty active railway and people would sell like goods and stuff and communities were built around uh the the railroad trains mm-hmm. and all that just uh, the community started building and that's how this town came to be like people just migrated there following the work basically of uh, the railway and then because it's a specific industry that would like travel, use this railroad to like, I don't know, send goods back and forth, some something like that. I didn't write this part of the video down, so I'm like explaining it terribly. But <laughs> um, essentially, then this this train track wasn't used anymore for whatever that industry was, but the community like remained. And so it's a small town, but people still hear a train at midnight and they've looked and there's like nothing there, but they see lights like a light. So it's weird. But this person's story goes on a quiet night. This man heard hooves and assumed he was in bed. Sorry, I didn't write that down. So it was a quiet night and a man was getting ready for bed. He had just laid down and he heard hooves. He assumed his horse somehow escaped. And so he went outside to, you know, go fetch his horse. Um, And he didn't see his horse anywhere, but in the distance, he heard trotting. So he followed the sound of the trotting and, you know, followed and followed. And then he found himself on the hill where this railway bridge, train track bridge, I don't know what to call it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's where he found himself on the hill with the bridge and uh, he didn't see his horse anywhere anywhere and um, so he walked around some more and like next thing he knew he somehow found himself standing on the tracks themselves and so now this again this railroad isn't active it hadn't been active for years like decades so he didn't feel like he was in any danger suddenly he felt shaking and he fell to the ground and then when he like turned his head to look up he saw lights heading his way and like a train the sound of a train and he was on the tracks so he was scrambling to try and move but he was like stuck he couldn't move and this train was getting closer and closer so close that like it was over him it it ran him over frightened he covered himself like you know when you're scared and you just like Mm kind of curl up in a ball Uh, So he did that and he covered himself with his arms and he like waited till the sound was over. The shaking was over. When the night was quiet again, he stood up in shock. He like patted his head, his arms, trying to see if he was injured, but he was fine. Not a scratch on him. And he was like, what? Like, I literally just got run over by a train. (laughs) And so um, he turned towards where the train like should have been. To face, like, the other side of the railroad. And he, you know, was expecting to see a train in the distance. The train that he believed just ran him over. But nothing was there. It was pitch black. No, nothing. No signs of a train. And so he believes that he was ran over by the Phantom train. That is scary. Right? I saw that story and I was like, that's wild. <laughs> I'd be terrified. Like, yeah. Bring me new pants okay yeah that's what i was gonna say <laughs> i would have passed out and then we died
1: stickers that's uh that say bring me new pants bring me new pantalones, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> me los pantalones. i
0: shot my pants from fear yeah i would have been terrified and yeah just oh man i read that and i was like no this is
1: wild <laughs> that is crazy that's that's scary yeah
0: Welcome to our little haunted break. I want to give a shout out to the amazing patrons supporting us over on Patreon and especially our newest patrons, Alex and Azriel. And thank you to the rest of our amazing patrons, Maribel, Gina, Mimi, Diana, Ashes, Anne, Janie, Michelle, Monica, Modesto, Perla, Yesenia, Dahlia, Rene, Iris, Ghostrin, and Madtown Charity. Your support means the world to us. If you want to join the Patreon, go ahead and head on over to patreoncom Tales. You'll gain access to bonus episodes—we try to do two a month, but always at least one. You get to vote on the movie night uh, polls, where you choose the movie night that we're going to be watching, and monthly goodies like stickers. And if you join the highest tier, no mames, super serious, and spooky, then you get an exclusive keychain. But don't worry. If you cannot support us monetarily, then you are not missing out on anything. The best support that you can give us is just listening to our episodes here. So thank you for doing that. Um, but yeah, that, that was the uh, Chile phantom train. And you, did you have a story or something else with, regarding Chile? I don't yes, remember. I
1: did. So okay. my story takes place in Temuco, Chile. And one Wednesday night at roughly 12 a.m., Multiple people on Twitter reported that they had encountered a ghost train in the city of Temuco and the municipality of Padres Las Casas. These two locations are about an hour away from each other and those who were at the train station and around the train station at the time heard very loud and clear this invisible train arrive. So people heard the sounds of the rails and whistles of the train in places far from the line. So I'm guessing like within the city limits, you know, mm-hmm. like houses in the near, mm-hmm. in the nearby area. And the surprising thing is even like where places where the train used to pass and no longer do they heard it there too, generating speculation that the phenomenon could be due to some paranormal event. The legend of the ghost train in Temuco is not something new since for years the sounds of the train have been heard in various parts of the regional capital. When the clock strikes midnight prior to this, though, it was silent for many months until this particular incident. Which, weird, but why is it always 12? Yeah, right. It's always, uh,
0: as my parents uh, love to say, nothing good happens after midnight. (laughs) (laughs) But that was their excuse to not not let me go out after 11 p.m. for the longest time.
1: His parents, though. Yeah. However, the paranormal aspect of this ghost train has been debunked or... But I guess skeptics would say debunk. Mm -hmm. Officials say that the sound people are hearing is from a freight train that usually arrives in Temuco at roughly 20 minutes after midnight. Oh, I see. Which I assume can be the reason. But what about those who have a clear visual of the train station and see nothing? Yes, you're right. Yeah. Could it be an echo from 20 minutes away? Is that possible? Oh, I I wrote questions. I mean, trains Mm -hmm. are loud. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. There's a train that passes here in, in Turlock where I live. And um it's like I think like two to three miles from where I stand and it's very loud. Like you open the window and you hear it every night. It's super loud. So I mean I guess maybe it possible. Could be. I don't I yeah. don't know. Maybe I have maybe. no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Someone who's like, what is it called? A acoustics physicist or something. Let us know. Is that a thing? I think so. I think there's like like scientists who study acoustics and the sound, uh, you know, sound. Okay, that's the way sound cool. works. Yeah, Someone it's very let us niche. Know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but if there's one of you out there, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I have. That's the only thing where I'm like, whereas people are at the train train station and there's nothing there, but they hear it. That's a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. And then I have another story. But this is from Buenos Aires, Argentina. And it's not necessarily a ghost train, but it weird stuff that happened on the train station. And okay, I think, well, like, we
0: love a haunted train station too.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> well, it's a subway, but I don't, oh, I don't yeah, care. Right it's, it's, we keep it's, saying it's, train. <laughs> it's, it's a train. It's an underground train. <laughs> yeah. Line A of the Buenos Aires subway system was completed in 1913. It's the oldest subway subway line in South America and according to legend, it's also very haunted. The construction was to connect Plaza de Mayo and Plaza Miserere. I think I said that right. Two no, no, Italian <laughs> brothers who were working on the construction of line A were being pushed to meet a very strict deadline. When pushing people to overwork and skip corners, problems happened. So they had completed a wall construction, but the wall collapsed and killed both brothers. <gasps> oh, this yeah, sad. I, that's terrifying. Like being crushed by something is like oh, like, a yeah. fear I have. Yeah,
0: an irrational fear. Actually, yeah. it's pretty rational to me. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's it's rational to me. It's not like my yeah. fear of like, but there's a the shark in the pool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> irrational. You're, that's you're right. That's <laughs> irrational.
1: So there was a cover-up. On their deaths, they blamed their deaths on the workers, but it was found out later that it was negligence on the subway company. Many people who work at the station claim to hear footsteps when no one else is around, and many see the reflection of these brothers in windows. And when oh. they turn around, no one's there. Ooh, that's yeah. See, I not like it. it. I don't like it for the fact that one you're trapped underground in a metal tube. Yeah. Like, And like you're having like this ghostly experience inside a train or like a subway, but it's a train, whatever. (laughs) And it's like you're stuck, who knows how many miles from the nearest station underground. And you're having a paranormal experience. Like, no thanks. Worst place to
0: do it. Cause the best, I think the best place to experience something like this would be someone else's house where you can
1: leave. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, you're not but, trapped, but not underground in no. a, a a subway in a like thing that's going lots of miles per hour in a metal tube. No, where you're Mm-mm. stuck. Terrible. Oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah, it's like <laughs> one of those irrational fears too. Growing up in the Bay, it's like, man, what if the water? Oh just yeah, in? Right in
0: the BART, yeah. Yeah, just like okay. I was so scared when I, because there's this parts of the Bart where you know that you're like in the. I mean, are you in the ocean essentially, I would or say the you're sea, in the like ocean. underwater? Yeah, yeah, you're underwater yeah. though. So there's parts of the Bart like that, and I would be so scared that suddenly the water would start rushing in. Like, yeah,
1: <laughs> I have an irrational fear up for that. Like every time I would get oh, a bart like, man, I'm just a good earthquake away from just having like tons of water just. Oh flow yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm glad I wasn't the only one because I, I like you I think that's something that everybody has.
1: That. Yeah. Because because I remember growing up and taking part, and I'll be like, "Hmm, I hope yes. there isn't an earthquake." <laughs> yeah. Especially like California is like earthquake central. Yeah. So, so it's not like too far fetched to me. I don't know. <laughs> no. And I'm just like, man, we're just a earthquake away from this whole thing flooding and or. I'm like that's like again yeah trapped in, yeah trapped in a metal tube underground and then you're like uh, like there's water like under the ocean the tunnel and then you're under.
0: just you're a goner there's no hope
1: <laughs> yeah yeah you I mean you really are I wonder if there's like a like a safety thing in no case you're just one gone
0: the, no.
1: <laughs> but like I, I can you imagine if you're like I don't know like uh, it, in one of the BART stations right and you're just waiting for your train will water just rush in or I have questions.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. I would. I just go straight to like, no, everyone's dead.
1: Everybody's dead. We're all dead. Everybody. All of died. us are dead. Like the We're show. We're dead. It all yeah. went wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, like our recording earlier. It all went wrong.
1: <laughs> but uh, uh oh my God, where was I? No, I'm all here laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: not in <of> my notes.
1: The clutter way. That yeah. Um, On April uh, 15th, uh, 1953, the Juan Juan Domingo Perón, a politician, was giving a speech on Plaza de Mayo while underground in the subway, a bomb was planted. Six people were killed in the explosion. Line A and Plaza de Mayo have a dark history. There's also said to be like translucent figures that are seen in the tunnel. What? Oh. So like if you're in the, in the, what's it called, in taking the subway here you might catch a glimpse of people inside the tunnel, and then wow! I think the conductors see on the like the tunnels like the rail lines people. So, I would not like to work there. Can you imagine? You're like again, no, underground, Mm-mm. stuck underground, and then it's late at night. And you see some shit on the train tracks. You like no, I would nope.
0: quit on the spot. Be,
1: like, I'm done. <laughs> so there's also um in the S- Saint Sons. Peña Station in Buenos Aires is also said to be haunted. In 1913, many workers reported a blood-covered cadaver in the bathroom. Oh, my. Yeah, multiple workers at the time reported seeing the same thing. But when authorities went to investigate, there was nothing there each time. People who visit the station also say they have a foreboding feeling. Mm. So there's this um, spectral bloody cadaver that people see in the bathroom. Terrifying. And people report it and police come investigate and there's nothing there. Weird. Maybe somebody like while working on the, the station like died because, I mean, back then there was no work, uh, ethical workplaces. You know what I mean? Right. Possible. Yeah.
0: That one, that's weird.
1: Yeah. And um, yeah. And then, you know, I, I was like reading this, but then like wh- while I was typing and Googling, there's a lot of, like, history with, with trains, I think, in the Americas. Well, I mean, all over the world, but... Oh, like like people dying while building yes. them and, and also horrible
0: there, stuff. Yes, yeah.
1: because there was um, just in the Transcontinental Railway, there was 20,000 Chinese immigrants who worked in some of the harshest conditions. Oh, yeah. And... I didn't realize this until you you told me like what was it last year that there were Chinese immigrants who built the the railways in Mexico I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, and they, and there's like a part part of history that not many people talk about, but they were made to work here in the in the states, in like freezing the worst temperatures. Conditions. Yes, yeah. the worst conditions, and so many people died. Um, so if there's something that's gonna be haunted, it's for sure gonna be railways because there was a lot of human exploitation, yeah, uh, work exploitation. There was a lot of abuse because I mean they were people of color, yeah. They weren't gonna be treated fairly. Um, there was a lot of uh, Chinese immigrants who died.
0: Yeah, I want to say it just depends on what part of the country, but yeah, Chinese uh, immigrants, mm-hmm. Filipinos, mm-hmm. Mexicans, Um, I think Irish Im- um, immigrants as well. Probably, yeah. W- yeah.
1: The, the Americans at the time didn't want to do the work because they thought it was below them. And, yeah. You know, they wouldn't have worked in really harsh conditions for such little money. Yeah. And... Maybe next year I'm going um, to the uh, California State Railroad Museum and they have decommissioned, you know, old trains that mm-hmm. you could go on. I'm going to take pictures and see if I see any like ghosts or anything. Take
0: and, like, take some ghost hunting equipment. You with know you. what I don't mm-hmm.
1: like about the, the thing, the museum, though? They have mannequins oh. in, in, the, in the trains. Yeah. And, like you go on and it's like there's a. Figure there and you're like, oh shit. It's just a mannequin. (laughs) I mean Uh, mannequins are creepy to begin with, but they have them all over and like dressed up, and then like sometimes you're like the only people there, and then you go in and you're like, there's this figure, like, oh it's it's a a
0: little too realistic. Yeah. (laughs) You're
1: like (laughs) Well. Well,
0: Yeah. Well there.
1: (laughs) Calm down, buddy. but yeah and then i also came ar- across uh, this weird thing but it's, uh, it's i guess it's if it it's up somebody's alley it's going to be up our listeners alley but there's a train graveyard in bolivia and it's just a lot of old trains rusting away and anyone can visit it is a tourist attraction and oh. it has like the spookiest vibe because really? there're just these trains that are decommissioned and they're just there left to rust i got
0: to look this up
1: Yeah, it's a train graveyard in Bolivia. And they say that if you really want like the the deserted, abandoned, haunted train vibe to go either really in the morning before any tourists come or after the tourists left, which would be like around five, six PM. But it's a vibe. Oh. And I totally see Yeah.
0: I totally see
1: people going there and like having like photo sessions and stuff.
0: Uh, it's yeah, that I mean, just it looks left her super rust, cool. Though. yeah, interesting. All right. Add it to the bucket list.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's I don't think that long. place is haunted. It just looks funky,
0: okay. well, that's I perfect. Don't think it's haunted. <laughs> so it's
1: like you're everybody's safe you get <laughs>
0: yeah, all right, <laughs> but yes, those are my stories. oh, cool. um, all right. Well, let's do these q and a questions. Are you ready?
1: I am. Ready as I'm ever going to be.
0: <laughs> okay. So, and I'm sorry, I didn't write down who these were from. They just came from a bunch of different places that I copied and pasted. So, <laughs> all right. So, um, if you guys could record an episode on location, what would be your top five spots?
1: Oh, God. Top five? I would like to record at the, um, I, I'm going to say this wrong. I'm sorry, the Popocatepetl. The, you know how they people say they oh, hear the here, yeah, the volcano sounds, yeah, and the volcano. Yeah. I would love to record there, but also I'm like chicken shit, so <laughs> probably not. <laughs> it's a maybe.
0: Yeah, it's a maybe. it's
1: a maybe. I don't know where else. Oh, the uh, the the vampire tree. What's the vampire tree?
0: Oh my gosh! Yes, el panteón de Belén. Yes. Uh, the cemetery in Guadalajara, yes. Guadalajara Jalisco. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would I was good. That was one of mine too, so <laughs> the hospital next to it too. Yes, El Hospital Civil, yeah. I would But that was, I need um, like you
1: know how there's people who do like lock the doors. No. I need No, a, like...
0: the doors would need to be open. <laughs> the lights <laughs> would need to be on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna, doing um, it at
0: night. No, I'm gonna throw in uh La Casa Matusita in Peru. Ooh, yes. Cause yeah. you know that one might not be haunted. So. I, I feel
1: like it's <laughs> more lore than anything. So, so yeah, I would feel more safe.
0: <laughs> like, so <laughs> like f- uh, we're at four now. Let's pick one more.
1: Um, okay, and um, we're
0: doing these joints because uh, it would take too long to pick five yeah. each. And
1: plus, we have like the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on our life.
0: Yeah, you had you took when you when you named two that I was gonna name. I was like, let's just share these then. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I got another one. The zona de silencio.
0: Oh, my God. Yes, I want to go no. there so um, bad, though. I would love that. Yeah, that would that would have been my other one, too. So, yeah. Yeah. The, and that was in. Oh, my God. Where was that again?
1: It's in Mexico. I can't it's remember in, where. Oh, uh,
0: wow. I'm trying to blink. But yeah, it is in the deserty area yeah. of Mexico. And
1: I saw they have purple cactus. Purple is like yes. my favorite color. And yeah. I was like,
0: you know what? Oh, Durango. It's in the Durango yeah. area. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'll totally steal one.
0: <laughs> cactus. Right. I don't know. That sounds like we're supposed to leave them there, but you know what? I would like one too.
1: (laughs) I want an alien purple cactus plant.
0: Yes. (laughs) All right. um, Here's the next question If a cryptid or ghost had to haunt you, which one would you want the most and which one would you want the least?
1: Oh, geez. Cryptid, I'll take them off, man. That's who I want the most. (laughs) The least. Ah, uh, God, I don't know. Which I have that, like any kind of like, I don't know. I don't know what for least. I'll, I'll have to come back for that. <laughs> All right. So um, I, the
0: most, I would want the chupacabra because like I would be safe from it. The cabras, they're goners, but me, I'm fine. <laughs> And then uh, the least would be a duende just because oh, they're yes, annoying. A I don't want to be losing my stuff and I don't want them I'm to be bothering me. And yeah, you are terrified of them.
1: <laughs> I'm terrified. So yeah, duende <laughs> is the least.
0: <laughs> uh, this next question was super fun. Uh, which cryptid would have the saddest, most misunderstood Disney movie? This is hard. Okay, I think... Bigfoot? Uh, Bigfoot? I don't know. He just wants to make friends oh true yeah he just went yeah
1: does he though i don't know he, he's throwing rocks so you could catch nobody catches <laughs> sad bigfoot noises
0: <laughs> who was i gonna say it was a i feel like any of like the woman ghosts that we yeah that we have covered like that would be a sad movie because some of them are like were they evil or were they just like Oh, you know what? No, okay. La, okay. This wouldn't be a Disney movie because of the things that happen in the story. But uh, the, Llor- the Llorona the Yorona from Traxcala, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: the one that um, she had like a horrible abusive husband, and then she mm-hmm. like he kills her kids, and then she comes back once in October. Mm-hmm. That would be a sad movie, but that also would. not a Disney movie. So I didn't even answer the question. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just said Bigfoot because I'm like, man, he looks like. He wants friends, so nobody wants
0: to be friends. And she's also not a cryptid, so I horribly failed at this question. But you know what? I answered it.
1: <laughs> or yeah, or Mothman. Everybody Mothman, runs. Yeah. runs from him, and he's True. just trying to like hang out in the car, yeah, next to you. Yeah,
0: he's just chilling. You know, he wants to he warn you. Hurt
1: anybody? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's the, he's a real friend. He's All that our just going to be Mothman. <laughs> Mothman. <laughs>
0: um okay how did you meet and have you shared paranormal events in each other's company no we have not
1: no we met in high school and i think we
0: have said this on other podcasts but not our own we also didn't really talk in high school mm-hmm. but we did do a talent show together yeah we were twerking on stage wearing pink our parents were in the audiences i did the splits <laughs>
1: I don't remember what I did. I'm pretty sure I froze towards the end because I was like, what am I doing? Shaking my ass. So my parents are in the <laughs> audience. Uh, so, yeah, we, ha- we knew a lot of the
0: same people, but we just didn't really interact. Um, yeah. Until after high school. So mm-hmm. on social media because I moved. But yeah. Yeah. So, no, we haven't had any paranormal ev- events in each other's company. But what do we want that? We would both be so scared.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm all like, yeah, but we'll you know what? i was fine
0: with it. One day we're going to have to try. No, I'm not going to go ghost. I
1: you know, where here. There's ghosts. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Where's that one place? Uh, uh, fairy. Oh my God. Fairy something. Oh, night's fairy. Yeah. Yeah. I've Knights heard Ferry.
0: that. Uh, I don't think I ever went there.
1: I never went there either, but it's like right around the corner. And I'm like, everyone's like, have you, you know, you're all into this. Have you gone there? And I was like, no, I have not. And I've had offers. So I might have to take somebody (laughs) off that.
0: Oh, well, uh, one of these days, not anytime soon, but one of these days that I'm over there, I'll let you know. (laughs) Let's
1: go ghost hunting.
0: Yes. Um, And I guess we didn't say, but we we went to Downey High School in in Modesto. so. I mean a lot of I think we have some people that knew us as listeners mm-hmm. so <laughs> so they know um and they know where night fairy is at and all that night fairy I don't know how to say it okay so here's the next one if you had to pick one spooky thing that happened to you once a year what would it be I mean MJ you already have things that happen to you
1: yeah <laughs> I have like regular shadow people
0: <laughs> and me I don't know probably like Something super, um, I don't know, like super small that I'm like, was that a ghost or was was that just my house creaking? Something that I would barely notice because I'm a chicken, I'm a weenie. <laughs> so yeah. Um, let's see. Would you live in a haunted house for one year without getting rid of it, without getting rid of the hauntings or the house? Like you have to be there the whole year for a million dollars? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, no. Without me, a doubt. Me and-
1: all me and the ghosts will be best friends. Like, girl, yeah. come over here, sit next to me. What have you yeah. been up to? Could you? I would do today? it for less.
0: I would do it for half of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Same. Yeah,
0: what? I don't. I don't have a lot of standards. What,
1: so. what is like that? I'm broke. Uh, if, so. I, if I <laughs> if I got paid eighty dollars an hour to clean a cemetery alone every night, I'd be like, yeah, done. <laughs> me yes. and me and the little haunting Ch- child in the corner and the poltergeist. We're all going to be best friends.
0: Yeah, we're going to be homies by the end of it. Be like,
1: you know what? Well, I don't know. Agnes. Agnes. Eh, calm down, okay? <laughs> I need this money. Chill yeah,
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till I'm gone, Agnes. God. <laughs> uh, okay, here's the next one. Out of your haunted house series, which house would you spend the night in and
1: why? I think we said at the Casa Martusita.
0: Okay, actually, I would pick La Casa de los Perros because by the end of it, I would get the deed, the title of the house. <laughs> <laughs> According to legend.
1: <laughs> I'm sticking with mine.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so, okay, favorite legend from indigenous pre-Hispanic Mexico and or some cool folklore that you have really enjoyed learning about. <gasps> I loved our creation stories episodes. Yes. That was so fun. Uh, just reading all those legends that I didn't know before. Uh, so I would have to pick that one.
1: Yeah, same. Um, there is also one from, it's not even part of my culture, but it is pre-Hispanic and pre-colonization, which is the boitata from uh, Brazil, which is like this fire snake. What? And, um, We haven't covered that. Let's add it to the list. <laughs> yeah, but there's supposed to be a sighting back in like 2001 of it. Like some police officer saw it or something. I have to Google oh, it again. But it's like this okay. snake that's a protector of the forest and it can read your thoughts. And it's and it's believed that the officer, whatever he recorded the snake was like kind of being like, are you a nice person? Or are you trying to hurt the forest? But he wasn't obviously trying to hurt the forest. So it kind of like just disappeared. But oh, people interesting. Have OK, yeah. Adding that to the list. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you I'll send you the thing. Sweet.
0: Um, here's the next story. Which stories scared you the most? The Duendes
1: stories. <laughs>
0: <laughs> More than El Caso de Josué.
1: OK, the Caso de Josué is what's it called but i'm a little no, bit skeptical sorry. i on have that. a bunch no i
0: am too i am too but, but the weird is. things happened after we recorded that episode yeah to oh you. and then the,
1: also the what's it called the white um, chivo. the white chivo. yeah that one that, got me i'm never that covering one... that again i'm like christina's like let's redo the episode i'll be like nope you're doing it on your own not me
0: yeah i'm never talking about it again i had the creepiest nightmare after that i've never had before uh so yeah that one and then Honestly, that one just because of what happened when we covered it, but story-wise, I would have to say the exorcism one from Tijuana. Mm-hmm. that one was creepy. That was a creepy story.
1: I just don't want none, none of it to happen to me. What is your favorite episode? Uh, whenever, whichever one we uh, cover um uh, la mano peluda. Patrona Peluda.
0: Oh, that that was that was a fun one.
1: I like them because it's like, I really get into it. Then I really get scared. And it's like, <laughs> a lot of these are fun to cover, but not all of them scare me. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I think my favorite so far, I have too many, but recently the Pistolera one, because that shit was ridiculous. That case. <laughs> that was that, funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> I died when um they sentenced her more when she appealed. Like, that, that I could not stop laughing. So you know, that like was a the, fun one. I don't um, want to so, be petty yeah. like that. Yeah, right? More. <laughs> More. that was a good one <laughs> um okay here's the next one what's been the best part of the journey thus far
1: um for me having an excuse to research shit without be- getting weird books <laughs> like jesus mj you're always looking at spooky stuff like yeah now we have but a reason know, i have a reason nobody yeah. can tell me like i'm weird <laughs> right i mean like, they probably could but it wouldn't be for
0: that. <laughs> yeah. Uh that too. I think my favorite part has been all the like super cool people we've had on the podcast yes. that we've met. The we've also paranormal met putas people. They were so fun. Like so many fun guests. Yeah, uh, we've so... met a
1: lot of good people.
0: Yeah. Uh okay, there's a few more questions. Um hopefully Sammy doesn't cry more. <laughs> um <laughs> at what point were you guys like, let's make a podcast?
1: I think this is more on Christina than than me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think, again, we have said this on other podcasts, but not our own. I already had a podcast with my twin called Novelas con Cafecito. And I was like, hey, do you want to do a paranormal podcast with me? Because like, I really wanted to do one. Because, um, you know, I don't know. I get, I think for me, if I'm not dying with things that I have to do, then I'm not living. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, let me throw a second podcast in. And she was too busy and she has a hard job, y'all. She does. So she was like, no, I can't. I'm too busy. And then I was like. Carmen, you suck. And then I posted on Twitter, uh "Who wants to make a paranormal podcast with me?" And MJ was like, "I'll do it.
1: I'll do it." Yeah, it was yeah. like the middle of like the pandemic, and I had nothing <laughs> to do, and I was going crazy with my children. Like, I, I need to speak to an adult. Yeah, what does an adult y- conversation sound like anyone? Right? <laughs> yeah, and it's
0: been so fun. I'm so glad you agreed yeah. with it, to do it. Like, I'm, I'm so, glad so glad you grateful. let me. Yeah, thank you. Oh, Good try. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, this one. What listener story has scared you the most, and which one was your favorite? Hmm. I'll be honest, I have forgotten
1: a lot of them. <laughs> I for, yeah, I forgotten a lot of them. I there's, oh my god, I want to say there's one that like really got to me, and I was like no, and it was like a few episodes ago, probably before I went on a little hiatus. Oh,
0: I wonder which one. While you try to remember it, I will say we got one that was super long that I basically had to make it its own episode. And you weren't on that time, MJ. I think Mm -hmm. you were on vacation at Disneyland. And I had Mm -hmm. someone else from the Cultivate Network hop in for that episode. And it was like a shadow person story. And it was super long. That one was so creepy to me.
1: I think shadow people is creepy.
0: And then... um,
1: Oh yeah, I think that that one was the one that the the shadow actually
0: was after the shadow. Oh, the more recent shadow person yes, one, the hat the hat man. Me. Yeah, that that she said she was like in an abusive marriage for a long yeah. time, and she thought that that entity was attached to her uh, ex. Yeah, yeah, that one was but, creepy too. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Agreed. Um. So he and then uh he also said he has to speak your recommendation and he said Victor and Valentino and I don't know what that is but I'll look it up mm-hmm. oh and uh, he also asked have you seen the if Scooby-Doo was Latino skit on YouTube by Jenny Lorenzo have you I seen I have it? not I have not I know who she is though so I'm yeah. gonna look it up I'll look it up yeah. after this. <laughs> and then uh, which are your favorite Latin-, Latin American legends is the next question I'm, ch-
1: I'm trying to think okay Wait, in llorona, the meantime obviously.
0: oh la llorona she's up there yeah she's a queen she's we there, love her but I, also la love the I love her oh el Cadejo. That, yes i think that's my favorite one i'm stealing your answers what am i doing
1: like pick a favorite child like i love them No, up.
0: i cannot yeah i love them all and every single one you were naming i'm like oh yes yes <laughs> but yeah i would have to pick honestly i also love Duende's stories which i know they creep you out
1: I, I do like them. I do like them. I just don't want to experience them. Okay. I think favorite favorite would be El Cadejo. Mm hmm. And I'm then. Just, I'm a dog yeah. person. What can I yeah, say? Yeah,
0: right. We want him as a pet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Which UFO stories have you all believed the most? Uh, Honestly, I'm not one to doubt UFO, UFO stories. Are they UFOs or are they? I mean, like, are they actually piloted by by aliens or are they something mm-hmm. that we just don't know what it is? I I can't answer that. But if someone sends in a UFO, UFO story, if I look up a UFO story, I'm like, you know, they saw something. I'm not going to say they, they probably, didn't say yeah. something.
1: And it's also like it's your reality and it's your mm-hmm. experience. And I'm not going to be here like you, you saw his wrong especially not now where like the the what is it called the department of defense or whatever is really getting into it so it's like probably yeah
0: right probably i mean it's probably (laughs) you did
1: see something what it is i can't answer that maybe it's humans maybe it's some break-off society maybe it's aliens maybe it's some weird phenomena who knows maybe it's like some wormhole i don't know i don't know exactly did you see something probably because even the dod is like yes they're out there
0: that's where i'm at too i'm like i'm not gonna say you didn't i'm gonna believe all of them honestly but
1: (laughs) what it is i can't tell you
0: yeah exactly um let's see what stories gave you deep chills when you first heard or read them
1: the white 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 people
0: The White Chivo, yes, yeah. For me though, that exorcism in Tijuana one was just so creepy. The Mm -hmm. the part where he's in the hallway and like he sees her, and then he goes outside and like he sees the nun, and he's like, "Why didn't you let open the door for me?" And she's like, "I've been outside the whole time." Like that when I read that, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that one creeped me out a lot. Um, so that that would be my answer for that one. I think
1: the the Jose Jose story for me it Mm. got me but then again i was listening to it at like one o'clock two o'clock three o'clock in the morning so true true not a good hour (laughs) not a good hour
0: (laughs) um let's see if any cryptid myth legend or folklore creature could be your best friend who would it be mothman mothman (laughs) um gosh i would say el cadejo (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's see. Uh, how has a spooky tales changed your life? Uh, Sorry, I said that weird. How has a spooky tales changed your lives?
1: Um, I'm not more friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that changed everybody's lives because I was not, I, I was like at the point in my life where I'm like, no new friends. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. One friend, one extra friend every month, <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I, one a year. In a year <laughs> uh yeah
0: i mean i have I've, i feel like it's changed uh, a, a ton for me because mm-hmm. i even from just uh the stuff i've learned to do to um make the podcast like edit mm-hmm. i am now able to take on other podcasts and edit for them and i have a couple that i'm doing And you know it's my side gig, but you know maybe one day it'll be my full time gig. Uh, I I got a business license so that I could do this. Um, Ooh, yeah! And like maybe I can leave healthcare one day and just edit full time. You know, it's been and we we've met like I already we already said this, but I've met so many amazing Mm -hmm. people. Uh, Just like a nice little new community. It's been it's been life changing for sure. Like in a super Mm -hmm. positive way.
1: Yeah, it's been positive, especially like this happened during COVID and I feel like on my end I was going crazy. I was it like kept me so sane. <laughs> stressed out from like because I was like teacher. I was teacher, mom, and everything else in between. And I was just like, yo, I have no zero break for myself. And this mm-hmm. is something that I get to do what I enjoyed. It's like a mental break from all the yeah, the responsibility yeah. that I have to do yeah. Like when I'm like, oh, I get to research. I get to read about something that I like doing, which is like reading spooky shit. Yeah. And it's like I for I, I get not forced, but I'm like, you know what? This is no longer just something for enjoyment. I have to do this. And I, it, I have to force myself to take time for me, which is for me, yes. it's reading about spooky shit. Yeah. It's like me time. And it has improved, I think, my mental health a lot same
0: same yeah it's been great and in the beginning of the pandemic i was doing so much doom scrolling it was it was okay, like i need too. to look at other things and, and this then, was the other thing
1: <laughs> yeah and then like ever since that i stopped do- doom scrolling i remember when same. we first started the podcast it was just like constant constant and now i'm just like i go on twitter once in a while but like on I've twitter a lot
0: off. but i'm not doom scrolling anymore yeah i'm looking at memes
1: yeah i'm looking at memes i'm like yeah because it was bad it was bad
0: yeah oh sammy's crying all right we have just like a couple more so we're almost okay um how did y'all come up with the podcast name i don't remember
1: (laughs) i don't remember i I just just remember that (laughs) we were just like let's add the the like how would uh, Spanish accent say spooky and I think we just came up with es Spooky because... I think it just like naturally it
0: was the only option, honestly. Yeah, Because, <laughs> you know, yeah, I think we've said it on other podcasts again, but yeah, es Spooky, es, uh, what is it? Es bright, Espray. Uh, Escare. Like, yeah. es so we were like, es Spooky. Like it just, it was the only option. Yeah. There was and no now, other like, name. And like I see it
1: everywhere. I see um, everybody using es Spooky in the uh, Latin American community.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
1: To like, oh, like it's a spooky season. Like, see, everybody yeah. gets it. We always put the e in front of the Exactly. House. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is, oh, you know, someone else asked the same thing. Which episode is your favorite? We already answered that, right? Mm-hmm, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Someone said, how do you balance podcasts and personal life? Asking for a friend. Ha ha. I will say I don't. I don't have a personal life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't. I like have like three friends. Like IRL, I I keep in touch with them. (laughs) Social media. (laughs) Like my entire life revolves around my family, Um, my parents, my kids, and my spouse. And yeah, I have no social.
0: Yeah, I just don't have one. Like I had, you know, obviously a lot of in re- in real life friends when I was in the army and when I was in Modesto and then I joined the army, I got out of the army, I moved to where my husband's from and I started working. And yeah, I had like work friends, but I don't know what my problem is. I just can't make it's really friends, hard I guess. I don't know. It's really yeah. hard.
1: So And then like, yeah. I don't trust everybody because it's like when you become a parent and then you see like the things that are going on in the world and you're like are you that kind of person or this kind of person? And I don't trust, I have even in my real life very few mom friends because I just don't agree. Uh, a lot of people who I would consider a friend then end up being anti-vaccinators and then start shaming me oh, for being that vaccinating too. my kids. And it's yeah. like, uh, my kids are my number one priority. And if you're willing to share the joy that I have being like a parent, then- you know, you're welcome. Like, Because I, I, I don't know. I just, I have responsibilities. And. Makes sense. Yeah. All of that makes no sense. No social life out of that. If I, if I get like an hour a week, that's my social <laughs>
0: <life>. <laughs> Um. So yeah, uh, the answer to that in summary is we don't have, we don't balance we don't that want, because we don't, yeah. personal- <laughs> we don't have
1: a personal life. We don't have a personal life. This, is, this, spooky this is, is my personal this is- <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that's as far as my personal life goes guys you you <laughs> are my friends and we're friends forever
0: uh oh i'm making little heart a little heart sign right now you can't see it but i am <laughs>
1: yeah you guys are our friends <laughs> you
0: guys, does that make us sound like losers should i cut that and no, i'll just
1: <laughs> our listeners are our friends
0: I'm dying. Oh, my God. (laughs) And this last one is not a question. And they wrote, not a question. Happy two years. Y'all are our favorite spooky podcast. And I just left that for the end because thank you. Thank you. (laughs) This is why you're our friends. (laughs) Yes. This is why you're our only friends. You're our only (laughs) (laughs) friends. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. The podcast has only groan and groan. I feel like my uh, little Sammy is probably climbing the gate over there. Um, so let's skip, 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 what did I just say? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, let's skip spooky recommendations because he's crying. And I don't know what I said. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I'm dying. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're just going to end this. I'm sweating
1: over. Not me.
0: i don't know watch out for a phantom train at midnight stay spooky we'll catch everyone next time bye